Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. So today what we're talking about is the steps that I took to actually enjoy eating healthy. So when I first started after my competition, I had a really hard time eating healthy foods. And if any of you ladies have been on a restrictive diet, you know what I'm talking about. So like eating chicken, eating protein powders, and I'm sure some of you ladies, like even the thought of chicken or eggs or protein powder, you're just like, I never want that in my mouth again. Things like vegetables, things like that anything that was on my meal plan for the last like 16 weeks, there's nothing I wanted less than to enjoy anything else but what I had had. And when you've been eating chicken and rice and broccoli, and I feel like pretty much everybody goes through that for like the first initial phase, because we feel like we need to eat nutrient dense foods in order to lose weight, because that's what coaches tell us, because they want you to like do amazing, obviously, and get results. But at the same time, they also want you to do it in a specific time frame so that they can use your photo for their Instagram. So the thing is, is like, yes, we share before and afters, but that's really not the bulk of what we work on. And honestly, out of the 200 ladies that we have on our program, we barely showed even half of the transformations. And the biggest reason why is because that's not the vibe. You know what I mean? It's great. It obviously is good to like show other women we know what we're talking about, but that's not the bulk of what we do. And so the biggest thing is, is like that we focus on is focusing more so on your relationship with food and looking at like, you know, why do I feel guilty eating like this or that? Or why do I feel guilty eating, you know, ice cream or pizza or burgers? And the biggest thing is, is like when you ladies are so used to eating so many healthy foods because you've been told that that's what you need to do in order to lose weight, it's really hard to start eating some of those more fun foods that you incorporated before because you're like, well, if I eat this, I'm going to gain weight because I couldn't eat this when I was on this plan. And that's how I lost weight before. And it's kind of funny because when I think about it, like some ladies too, like some of you guys have switched between so many diets. Like you've been between like a low carb, a low fat, you've been on like a super restrictive diet. And the thing is, is like all of the foods that you would eat on a low carb diet, then you're eating the opposite on a high fat diet. But somewhere along the line, like different foods became like you're now good or bad or like, you know what I mean? It's been attached to your morality and like your worth as a person. And so like when you eat certain foods and I see it happen all the time and when new ladies join our program, they're like, oh, I'm so bad. I'm so terrible. I ate so terribly on the weekend. I'm awful. I can't believe I did this. My diet sucks. And I'm like, the first thing that we're doing is cutting out that like vocabulary. Like you're just not talking like that anymore. Like I just don't like we don't put up with it. I'm honestly really chill with a lot of things. But when you start putting yourself down, like if you take progress photos and you call yourself ugly or if you like go and you eat something on the weekend and you had like a great weekend. And then you say that you had a bad weekend because you had ice cream with your family. I'm like, you didn't have a bad weekend. You ate ice cream, right? Like I cut that shit so fast because if you let anyone around you talk like that, one, it seeps into what like you think and what you say, but then also like you're letting people get away with that. Like no matter where you are, if you're a friend, if you're a colleague, if you're a family member, if I hear you saying that like you're bad or you're ugly or you're whatever, like there's, I switch that around so fast. Like you're not saying that to yourself, at least like not even out loud. I'm not letting you if I'm in your presence. I can't control what's in your head. But if you say it out loud to me, it's not happening. So the thing is, is like the first thing 
in terms of eating healthy or like the steps to take is I really had to be nice to myself. Like after my competition, I gained a shit ton of weight. I didn't feel good. I was very embarrassed because like it's really weird going from being super disciplined and everyone telling you that you're super disciplined and I can't believe you did that. And if any of you ladies have lost like a substantial amount of weight, you'll relate with that because when you lose a shit ton of weight, everyone like congratulates you. They make you feel so good. Like, you know, you've gotten this big accomplishment for losing all this weight. Wow, you look great. You look fantastic. They don't care how you did it. They just think you look great, right? And they think that they're complimenting you, but who knows how you did it. And then as soon as you start gaining weight or if you gain weight back, they do the same thing, right? They're like, oh, like that person gained a bunch of weight or oh, I can't believe she like, you know, she yo-yos back and forth all the time or they'll start picking apart like what you're eating, things like that. And it's also like embarrassing because you're like, well, you know, all these people congratulated me on losing all this weight. And then now I've gained all this weight. And like, I'm kind of embarrassed because like, you know, I couldn't stop eating and things like that. And right after the show, especially like it's normal to regain a little bit. But I was like out of control. Like I could not stop eating. Like there was no hunger signals at all. Like I would be I would look like I was like, you know, six months pregnant. I was like, my stomach would push against I'll never forget the feeling of my stomach just like pushing against the front of my stomach or like the front of my belly. And I was like, I was just eating food still. Like I just wouldn't stop. Like I was so hungry. And like when we'd go to eat, like I'd get an appetizer, I'd eat the whole thing. Then I'd get like a full plate of dinner. I'd get full dessert and I'd still be hungry. Like I'd have some alcohol, still hungry. I was consuming like 6,000 calories a day. Like I was starving. And literally no matter how much I ate, even when I was physically like full, like I almost threw up because I was like so full, I still kept eating. Like I could not stop. And it's embarrassing like to admit that to anyone around you that like you don't know what's going on. And when everyone's already assuming also after like a competition that you have an eating disorder because you're so tiny, you're just like, no, but it's just like what you have to do to go to compete. Like that's just what happens. It's like you literally feel out of control. And then you also don't really want to talk to anybody because you're embarrassed. And if any of you ladies have been on a super restrictive diet and then like been eating like everything and anything after, I'm sure you can relate to this where you're like, fuck, like I can't believe I did that. And then you look in the mirror And you're like, there's another reminder of the fact that I'm not doing what I was supposed to do. And then you go think about the fact that, you know, you should be eating chicken and broccoli and you go to go eat that. And you're like, I don't want that either. That's awful. Like, I don't want to eat that. And you just like can't bring yourself to eat it. And you're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I did this for four months. Why can't I? Why don't I have the willpower right now to do it? Why don't I have the motivation to stick to a diet? And so the problem is, ladies, it's like when you're over restricted also, like there's a point where eating healthy just doesn't like it doesn't sit with you because you're scared of one like losing the weight like that. But you also don't want to do that anymore. Like you want to go out and have social time. You figured out what you wanted. At first, you're like, I'll do anything to lose weight. So you do everything you can to lose weight, 20, 40, 50, 100 pounds, whatever it might be, right? And then you're like, okay, well, I actually really enjoy going out with friends. There's a different phase of your life. And you're like, I don't want to ever really do that again, because that sucked. And like, I want to have a little bit of fun. I want to drink like I don't want to do that. So Then you enter this phase where like you want to eat healthy, but then when you don't eat healthy, you feel bad about it. And you have this like constant guilt cycle that keeps like repeating itself. Right. And so how I kind of got out of this was the first step was like, it didn't do me any good looking in the mirror and being like, you know, you're ugly. You're so shit. Why did you do this? You know what I mean? That really didn't serve me well. So I did stop doing that. Like I did wear baggier clothes for a little bit, but I also started wearing like some of the clothes that like not that I wanted to fit in, but I wore clothes that fit. And for the longest time, I didn't put clothes on that fit my current body. I would try and fit into like my prep body. And even like a dress that I wore to a gala at the time, it was like pretty tight. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And it's like wearing clothes that actually fit and being willing to do that. That was the first thing. Because when you feel like you're constantly bulging out of your clothes, 
it's not a good feeling and it doesn't motivate you in the morning to get up and get dressed. Okay. And a reminder that like when I know buying a bigger size is sometimes not the funnest thing in the world, but waking up every day and trying to squeeze yourself into clothes that no longer fit is also not fun. So you can go to the mall, buy some clothes or like whatever, if you want to go to like, you know, Goodwill or whatever, because you're like, I'm determined I'm not going to last very long in this. And that's fine. But you need to go find some things that make you feel good in the body that you're in. Like you really do. And that was like the first thing that I wanted that I had to do and what made a big difference. Because then when I put clothes on, even though I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm so stick thin anymore. My abs are showing or whatever. Like I was still kind of pissed off. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't happy. But I was also like, okay, like this fits, right? Like this isn't something that I'm thinking about. The second thing that happened that I enjoyed or that I did to uh, enjoy eating healthy again is that I reintroduced a lot of the foods that I'd cut out or had said that like, hey, this is bad for me. Okay. So that was the second thing. Because the thing is, is that a lot of personal trainers, they will try and make you eat really, really healthy. They want you to fix your gut health. They want you to take out all these foods. They want you to restrict and restrict and restrict. In my personal opinion, it doesn't work because as much as they're thinking from a health perspective, psychologically, you're so, so restricted already that it's hard for you to take out anything else because you just want to have fun again. Like you literally, I think deep down, anyone who's on like 1200 to 1000 calories, they want to lose weight, but they want to lose weight and have fun again without feeling guilty about it. Like that's what I think the deepest desire is at that point. And that's the one that I had at least. And so the thing is, is like it reintroducing the foods that you've cut out and then also being like, okay, so I'm going to reintroduce like a few things at a time. So maybe you cut out fruit. Okay, so I'm going to have fruit a few times a week. Then I'm going to try and eat whole wheat a few times a week. And then I'm going to notice that I'm still losing weight while eating these things. And obviously it does have to be a little bit controlled. Like you still have to know what your calories are. It does help to do this if you have a coach because someone else is objectively looking at all your stats. When you're doing this and your mindset's in a weird spot and you can't objectively be like, oh, I'm losing weight. I'm seeing this progress. I'm looking at my progress photos and I see progress. If you can't do that, I do suggest just getting a damn coach because like, honestly, ladies, it's just hard to track your own progress that way, okay? You don't have to. If you're someone who can see the progress in the photos, if you can see your progress on the scale, that's freaking awesome and I love that for you. But if not, then I do recommend getting some help for it just because like there is a point where sometimes you just can't do things on your own. And I try and give you guys as much like tips and tricks as I can with like, doing this on your own without help. But at the same time, there is a point where like, it's okay to ask for help. So just be mindful of that too. Okay. So yeah, if you've tried this, and you're like, it didn't work, then you might need someone else to take a look at it. So you can do this on your own, but it is easier with someone else watching. Okay. So then you go through like your foods. You're like, okay, so we reintroduce some foods. Okay. So, you know, this might make me feel kind of guilty when I eat it, but I'm, I'm good eating an apple every day. I know that it's healthy for me. I know that it's something that's like got lots of nutrients. We're good to go and whatever. Okay. So then it's like, okay, so then we kind of work through that list and that's a slow and steady process on its own. And that's something that I think is the first step in actually enjoying eating healthy because you need to understand that when you don't eat the foods that are on the quote unquote meal plan, that you're not going to gain a bunch of weight and everything's going to be fine. And you need to learn that. I think that's the first thing that you need to learn. In my humble opinion, that's the first thing. And that's the first thing that made a big difference for me. And I find that so different than every other plan. Every other plan, they freaking restrict the shit out of you right off. And that's not what I'm about. And yes, you're going to get a little bit of results at the beginning, but I do feel that you can do that while still I'm enjoying the things that you love. Okay. So we have that. And then we have the second step, which is basically what makes me feel good. So the first one is like, what do I enjoy eating? What are things that I've restricted for a while? What can we reintroduce? Okay. Second thing, what makes me feel good? So now that you've like kind of gotten over the like good versus bad foods, you're like, I'm getting the swing of things. 
But then you're going to start realizing that certain foods do not make you feel very good. You're going to notice you don't have a shit ton of energy. You're going to notice that like your workouts don't go as well as they could. You're going to notice your digestion is not amazing. And you know why? Because some of you ladies are going to take like the reintroducing foods and you're going to run with it. You're going to be like McDonald's and, you know, Harvey's and Pizza Hut and all this shit. And then some of you guys are going to be like, yeah, we get takeout once a week and I feel pretty good and I don't feel guilty about it anymore. And we go on with our day. So that's the second thing is that you're going to notice what makes you feel good and what doesn't. And that's a whole process that normally takes between one to two months to figure out, in my personal opinion. Some things that are just like kind of common, you know, eggs, whole wheat, dairy, things like that. Some people can do. I find most of the ladies on our team can eat those things no problem, to be honest. So yeah, it just depends. Some people can, some people can't. But most people on our team have no issues with them. Once we fix their digestion, they're good to go. Fiber intake is normally something that has to go up. And we kind of do this in a little bit of a sneaky way. I'll be totally transparent is that we focus on the health indicators. We don't focus on the foods that you're eating, but indirectly, you have to change some of the foods that you're eating in order to hit these health indicators. So first, we're going to reintroduce these foods back into our diet. Then second step is that we're going to try and figure out what makes us feel good because some of these foods aren't going to make us feel good and you're going to notice pretty fucking quick. So second thing, now that you've like understood that you can eat whatever you want, you're not going to gain weight. That's awesome. Okay, so now we're going to figure out what makes us feel good. So then when we talk about feel good, we're talking about gut health. We're talking about fiber intake. You know, are you getting 25 to 30 grams of fiber? No, because I've eaten a McDonald's sandwich and French fries every day for the last week. Okay, so what we're going to do, Sarah, is we're going to increase your fiber. So what I need you to do is I want you to add more oatmeal. I want you to add more fruit. I want you to add all of these things that we've now reintroduced that you feel amazing about. We're going to add those back in and I need you to hit 25 to 30 grams of fiber. She now has a goal and those goals can only be hit if you eat nutrient-dense foods. And then she goes, wow, Sam. I'm going to the washroom all the time. My skin is clearing up. I feel amazing. I'm not bloated all the time. I like, you know, my, um, I don't know, just like I generally have more energy. My brain is more clear. I'm noticing my workouts are going better. I'm feeling more muscle engagement. Everything is going well. Awesome. Okay. Not always happens, but sometimes. Okay. Awesome. So you're feeling good. Now let's look at other things in your, you know, in your kind of like health indicators on your check-in. So what else is not going amazing? So we look at your digestion. It's good. Your energy is good. Your hunger levels are good. Your exercise is good. Oh, recovery. I'm not recovering enough. Okay. So how is your water intake? How's your protein? Oh, well, my protein's pretty low because I've been eating a big Donald's and and fries every day for last week. Okay. So now I need you to try and incorporate like, I don't know, a palm size of protein at lunch, or I want you to try and focus on like a lean protein once a day. No problem. Now we have different goals that are going to help us feel good. And then once you start feeling good, you start relating and correlating those foods also to the foods that make you feel good. You're now going to understand you personally, not just what some stupid person has told you. Okay, they could be very smart. However, I think it's stupid to tell people what to eat, especially when they're like 30 or 40 years old. Y'all know what makes your stomach rot. Y'all know if you go to like Dairy Queen and you get a blizzard and you get a large instead of a small that you're going to shit your pants for two days. Like, you know that. Like, you know what I mean? So the thing is, is like understanding it's one making you understand what your body enjoys and what you enjoy. But then also it's like understanding like what makes you feel good. So first step, reintroduce. Second step, make sure that you feel good. Make sure that your gut feels good. And then the third is sustaining. So basically what that phase looks like is mix of phase one and two. So basically like we've introduced and then we've, it's true. Someone just commented, LOL, Sam. And I'm like, what? I'm not wrong. Am I wrong? Like, you know that if you go get something, like if I go get deep fried food, my stomach is like, why would you do that? If I go eat a full pizza to myself, my stomach's like, hey, remember that time we were allergic to wheat? Like, you know what I mean? It's the same shit. Y'all know. But the thing is, is that right now you're not doing it. So this is like how you're going to do the thing, right? Because all of us like want to eat healthy, quote unquote. 
but we're like, I don't really want to do that also. So this is how you do it. So the first one, reintroduce. The second one, feel good, gut health, all that kind of stuff. What foods actually make you feel good? What foods don't? And then the third step is basically like how to navigate it when you eat the foods that you know make you feel like shit. Because that's when you get the guilt. That's when you get the stuff coming back in because you tend to be on a better track. And this is what that looks like. So maybe like you've been doing really amazing Monday to Friday, you know, the weekend comes, you actually do pretty decent in terms of like the foods that make you feel good, not food choices. I just mean the foods that make you feel good. And you're like, wow, everything's good. My digestion's good. I'm losing weight. Everything's great. We keep going. Cool. So then you have that one weekend in the month and you're like, whoa, we just like had like seven alcoholic drinks. I haven't drank in a while. We like, I ended up eating pizza. Like I had chips. Like I basically just like had a whirlwind or like a flashback of everything I used to do every weekend. And I'm totally overwhelmed and I don't know what to do because like, what do I do? Right? Like I just did that. And I just like, I just got on this really good path where like my stomach was feeling good and you know, my digestion was good and I was losing weight. Now I'm like up two pounds and all the shit's happening. It's basically like understanding. Okay. So after that happens, we're going to go back to habits, but what habits have fallen off? Because it always happens where it's like, okay, so the first few times that it happens, it's like, okay, well, what habits fell off when you went out and did all these things? And it's like, okay, well, you know, for the two days after I really didn't want to work out because I was so hungover. And then I went to go do a workout, but like my water was all over the place and I didn't really get enough protein in and I started eating takeout again. Okay, sweet. So basically what you're telling me is that like right after you have a weekend like that, you go out to eat and then basically like you don't feel good. So you're not working out and then like your water falls off. Okay. So next time that that happens, I want you to get your water in. And obviously like if you drink a lot, sometimes you don't want to work out the next day. I feel you on that. That's fair. So it's like, okay, so the next time what I want you to do is I want you to grab something, but I want to make sure that you track whatever you're consuming for that day. So like if you decide to go get McDonald's, girl, go do you. But at the same time, it's like I want you to put it into your tracker and we're going to focus on like protein or trying to get some nutrients in because alcohol kind of wipes out most of the, like it kind of does some things to your microbiome. It's not amazing, like your gut lining and stuff like that. So we want to make sure that we're like replenishing nutrients and water and hydration and things like that, which I don't think is much of a surprise. So it's like, okay, so like, let's, instead of focusing on how shitty we feel and how much we messed up, let's focus on trying to get our body as much nutrients as we can back into our, into our body. Okay. Let's focus on that. And then they go, oh, okay. And so the biggest thing that I find is like, like when you're taking these steps to enjoy eating healthy guys, it's the fact of like, you think that you need to eat healthy because you want to lose weight. And you think that you need to eat healthy because like you should. Like everyone tells you to lose weight or like to like be a good person, basically like, you know, people who eat healthy are kind of like put up on like a little bit of a pedestal. And the thing is, is like, because we equate eating healthy to six pack abs. But the thing is, is that a lot of the times when people are actually eating healthy, like what you guys think healthy, like six pack abs and like shredded and that's not really healthy. Like, like competing is not healthy for you. Like that's actually like, it can lower your mortality rate. Like if you compete and get to like extremely low levels of body fat, like continuously, like your mortality rate, your chances of like dying early goes up. Like it's not good for you, right? So when you think about that and you think of more of like how, what does healthy look like for me? What is something that's sustainable that makes me feel good that allows me to keep the body composition that I enjoy? Because also like I do think a lot of you guys have like ridiculous like expectations and not that you can't hit those goals. But it's just the length of time that it might take is a little bit longer than what you think, especially if you're trying to build muscle. It takes a while. Okay. So the thing is, is like, how can we enjoy eating healthy a little bit more? One, we can reintroduce the foods that we're scared of. Two, we can look at the foods and be like, hey, what makes me feel good? Because the thing is, is like potatoes are really good for you, but potatoes make my stomach like 
I'm like somewhat allergic to potatoes because I'm allergic to birch pond. Y'all get the story. Honestly, I'm allergic to everything. So, but for example, potatoes don't make me feel amazing, but rice makes me feel fantastic. So I eat a lot more rice and chicken and beef throughout the week. And sometimes I'll get potatoes like if I go out every so often because like it really just isn't worth it for me at this point. It's kind of like fruit, right? Like I'll have watermelon, I will have berries, but I really don't go reaching for oranges and apples because those make my like face break out. So like I know that I can't eat those. And obviously it's like advanced symptoms, but I don't have symptoms enough that it's like that inconvenient. You know what I mean? Like if you eat gluten, but like it's like the people who eat dairy all the time, but they're like lactose intolerant. And they're like, yeah, I just, I'm like probably gonna go to the bathroom later, but they keep doing it because there's not enough of like a pain for them to stop doing it. You know what I mean? So if you ladies are in that situation where you're like, yeah, like, you know, the pain of like not losing weight or like the convenience of going to get Dairy Queen is like the same. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just gonna go do that. So the thing is, is like when you have this whole list of good versus bad foods, it's really, really hard for you to like stay consistent because you constantly feel like you're in like a a rat race. So reintroduce the foods that you like, start thinking about the foods that make you actually feel good, starting incorporating more of those. And then the third step is kind of doing a blend of like, okay, so when we have the foods that don't make me feel so good, what does that look like? And how do I kind of get back from that? And what does that like process look like? And what happens when I eat certain things? What other habits do I have? Or what other processes do I cut out? So like, you know, when I go drinking, am I not drinking water the next day? Do I not work out? What are my patterns? And once you start understanding that, you can start adding habits back in and then you pick yourself up faster when you fall down and you keep going. Or it's like, you know, if I eat a full pizza and I know that I probably won't go to the washroom for a few days because I'm like, oops, my bad, like, you know, wheat or whatever, then it's like, okay, I know that that's what's going to happen. So if I make the decision to go eat a pizza, I'm then not going to go step on the scale a day later because I know that I'm probably not going to the washroom for two days. But some of you ladies are stepping on the scale, but you already know the symptom. So it's understanding the symptom, understanding your personal habits and patterns, and then moving through that and understanding like, okay, well, yeah, if you decide to have that, this is the action that it's going to take. Does it mean that you actually gained weight? No, but does it mean that you're probably going to be uncomfortable for a few days and probably have less energy and probably feel like X, Y, and Z? Yes. So do we know this? Yes. So then we cannot keep being surprised when the same shit happens, right? Like that's basically it. And when that happens, you're going to start noticing like eventually you're going to be like, I'm so sick of being bloated. I'm so sick of being like no energy. I'm so sick of being tired. And then eventually you're just like, shit, I got to like start eating a little bit better. And eventually like those feelings of like just not feeling good is kind of what motivates you to eat a little bit healthier. It's not because you want to lose weight, like losing weight is great, all that kind of stuff. But like, again, it's all over the internet. Y'all know this. You can eat whatever you want and still lose weight. It's just the guilt that kind of like gets people stuck. But it's more so of the fact of like, you guys can do that. It's just like understanding that at the end of the day, it's like, if you come at it from a place of what makes my body feel good and you start listening to your internal cues, it's a lot easier to eat healthy because you're not eating it because you feel like you need to lose five pounds and you're trying to be rebellious because you can't have a brownie. You're eating it because your stomach is less bloated. You're eating it because you have more mental clarity. You're eating it because it gives you the nutrients you need to feel good for your skin, for your hair, for your nails to grow, right? For everything to feel better, for your muscles to grow, for your fat to come off, like all this stuff. So just a different perspective, but I hope it helps guys. But that's kind of like how I personally got from a spot of like not really enjoying eating healthy at all, really hating my life, eating healthy, and then actually being able to reintroduce foods back into my life that I enjoyed. And then being able to sustain it while still eating some fun things and not feeling guilty for it. 
So I hope you have the best freaking day ever. I hope this helped and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mouse Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.